Hi, I'm Marcia. Welcome to the Inspired Word of God. The title today of this message is No Match. When God moves his hand upon a situation, things change. Whether he blesses you or brings judgment upon you, there is nothing that can match the power of God. Jesus said in Matthew 10:28, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Man can kill you, but God is the only one who has the power to destroy body and soul. In the book of Psalms, 106 verse 7 through 12, Our fathers understood not thy wonders in Egypt. They remembered not the multitude of thy mercies, but provoked him at the sea, even at the Red Sea. Nevertheless, he saved them from his, for his namesake. Nevertheless, he saved them for his namesake, that he might make his mighty power be known. He rebuked the Red Sea also, and it was dried up, so he led them through the depths as through the wilderness. And he saved them from the hand of him that hated them, and redeemed them from the hand of the enemy. And the waters covered their enemies. There was not one of them left. Then believed they his words. They sang his praise. The following scriptures also describe this event and the fate of Pharaoh's army. Exodus 14.30 Thus the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dead upon the seashore. Exodus 15.9 and 10 The enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil. My lust shall be satisfied upon them. I will draw my sword. My hand shall destroy them. Thou didst blow with thy wind. The sea covered them. They sank as lead in the mighty waters. Deuteronomy 11.4 And what he did unto the army of Egypt, unto their horses and their chariots, how he made the water of the Red Sea to overflow them as they pursued after you, and how the Lord hath destroyed them unto this day. Nehemiah 9.11 And thou did divide the sea before them, so that they went through the midst of the sea on the dry land, and their persecutors thou threw into the deep as a stone into the mighty waters. This is what God did to the Egyptians who pursued the Israelites after they were released from bondage. God brought them out of captivity and protected them from their enemy, Pharaoh and his army. There is no match anywhere in anything or anyone that can surpass the wonder, power, or glory of our sovereign God. Though I am reading these accounts from the book of Psalms, you will find these events and the miracles God performed in the book of Exodus, 
Exodus chapter 1, verse 1, through chapter 40, verse 13. Psalms 106, 13. They soon forgot his works. They waited not for his counsel, but lusted exceedingly in the wilderness and tempted God in the desert. So he gave them what they asked for, but sent a wasting disease upon them. In the camp they grew envious of Moses and Aaron, who was consecrated to the Lord. The earth opened up and swallowed Dathan. It buried the company of Abiram. Fire blazed among their followers. A flame consumed the wicked. At Horeb they made a calf and worshipped an idol cast from metal. They exchanged their glory for an image of a bull which eats grass. They forgot the God who saved them, who had done great things in Egypt, miracles in the land of Ham, and awesome deeds by the Red Sea. So he said, I would destroy them, had not Moses, his chosen one, stood in the breach before him to keep his wrath from destroying them. God is faithful, but he will bring judgment upon a person, a people, and a nation who refuse to align with his word. We only want to focus on the good that he does. Some people will become agitated or angry at hearing how God punishes those who are disobedient. But he is our creator. Some folks have gone to their death refusing to believe in our sovereign God. They refuse to accept that there is a supreme being that created and brought each of us and all that is around us into existence. Because he is our creator, he has laid out those mandates and how we are to live here on this earth. If we live how he has directed, our spirit will be equipped with his righteousness and we will dwell with him in eternity. Those who live opposite of what he has directed in his word will spend eternity in hell. They will find out the truth and realize that they were wrong, but it will be too late. Some individuals are not bothered by this because they believe in other things, such as idols and deities. Those things are the devil in disguise. He leads people in evil, acts against humanity, and has them deceived in believing they will inherit something he has no power to give. Satan is under judgment of God and will be cast in the lake of fire. He knows this, but he hates God and he hates God's people. It is his plan to take as many of God's people with him as possible. Unfortunately, there are many individuals who make it easy for him to deceive them. He is a fallen angel, and while he has more power than humans, his power or the power of his demons are no match against God Almighty. Those who follow Satan will see their deity is powerless against God, and if they don't come out from among the demonic realm, they will have a place in hell alongside the devil they are following. Ephesians 6.12 tells us, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, 
but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. There is a battle in the spirit realm. You cannot see any of it unless you are in covenant with evil or unless God opens your eyes to see it. Those who play with the devil are interacting with demonic spirits. The more the person dives into their realm, the greater the hold they will have on that individual. We fail to accept or understand that our wrongdoing means we will have to give answer to God. We think we are in the clear and continue to ignore him because we do not see his wrath right away. Dathan received judgment right away when the earth opened up and he fell in. That wasn't a sinkhole that you see on the news when the road breaks open and a pile of cars fall in it. Dathan fell in the earth down into the pits and it closed over him. Dathan, Korah, Abiram, and 250 of their princes were destroyed. You can find the story of Dathan and Korah and how they came against Aaron and Moses in the book of Numbers, verse 1 through 39. I'm paraphrasing as I tell you that Korah and Dathan and Abiram and the 250 men came against Moses and Aaron because they wanted to be higher than them. They were jealous and accused Moses and Aaron of trying to be in charge, but they were in charge because God appointed them. Korah and the others were of the Levites, so they were a part of the priesthood, but they wanted to be more. They were envious of Moses and Aaron's consecration to the Lord. And Moses pointed out to them that they were of the priesthood and appointed to minister to the members of their groups. But that wasn't enough. Sometimes it's not enough for us to be who God has appointed us to be. And we become envious and jealous and we want to be more. We want to be that person that's on top or so it appears to be in our eyes. And we want to surpass them. We want to be in charge. We want to be recognized. We want the notoriety. But when it comes to the Lord and serving him, you stand in your office and you do what the Lord appointed you to do. Or you might end up like Korah, swallowed up by the earth and dropped into the pits of hell. When you read the full story about Dathan and Korah, you will find that not only they fell in the earth, but their family and their tents, everything associated with them was swallowed up by the earth. Numbers 16, 32 and 33 says, And the earth opened her mouth and swallowed them up, and their houses and all the men that appertained unto Korah and all their goods. They and all that appertained to them went down alive into the pit, and the earth closed upon them, and they perished from
from among the congregation. The 250 men that were with them, fire devoured them, and the censers that they carried were hammered down into metal and attached to the altar as a reminder to the people what happened to Korah and the other men who opposed God. If you don't believe the Lord will bring down his wrath, think again. We should have respectful fear of the Lord. He will bring wrath on those who continue to live their way. Their way includes those who idol worship. Unfortunately, in our present day, we have a bad habit of idolizing others. The people forgot what God did for them. We often do the same thing. We are desperate for God to help us. Once we are out of trouble, we revert back to our old ways, forgetting what God did for us. We don't think about how God blessed us by opening a door and giving us an answer to resolve our problems. No one else could have done it. No one else could solve that problem but God. But we tend to push him to the side. We should have respectful fear of the Lord. He will bring his wrath on those who continue to rebel and be disobedient. Unfortunately, in our present day, we have a bad habit of idolizing and being disobedient in spite of what we know to be the truth from his word. Deuteronomy 11.1 1 says, Therefore thou shalt love the Lord thy God and keep his charge and his statutes and his judgments and his commandments always. And that still is true for present day. My closing prayer. Lord, open the eyes of your people and reveal the deception that encompasses them. I pray that we recognize your hands in the circumstances surrounding our lives. Let us appreciate what you do for us and give thanks, always glorifying your name. It says in Matthew 10:28, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. May we always remember this. In the name of Jesus. Amen.